serve us. Because one of the things I saw in Daniel is that the the, uh, four people that we know about really, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and Daniel himself, were taken from their land to another land. We don't know much about their families. In fact, their circumstances were pretty horrendous. And yet, in the midst of their circumstances, they were people who grew in God. And and they were chosen because it says they were good-looking, no blemish. They were gifted in wisdom, quick to understand, and had an ability to serve. Now, we're we're not all good-looking. Well... We are really in the eyes of God, but not necessarily in the eyes of the world. And um, we all have the ability to be full of wisdom. So wisdom is Jesus. We all have the capacity to be full of the Holy Spirit. And we have the ability to serve. What I've learned over many years, and it's really simple... Is that discipleship and following Jesus is voluntary. So we may have all the intention to see people grow and discipled, and we're called to make disciples, but you know it's all voluntary. It's all voluntary. We together can't make that happen. Um, and and so what we recognise as a church community is that we're full of an incredible amount of volunteers. People who voluntarily serve in many areas. And um, we have vision. We have big vision sometimes. seems crazy. But big people in God dream big visions. And they're looking to go somewhere and see our city won. That's, for me, why my little catchphrase is, I want to see Worcester won. But it's beyond that. I want to see the world. I found myself in the middle of the night waking up. And I was just sat there and I thought, oh yeah, I woke up in the middle of the night last night and started praying for revival for this city. Just in the middle of the night. That's the first thing that came into my mind and to my heart. So I don't know how long I did that. I was pretty, pretty much asleep straight away. But I believe God does things in our sleep and he carries on. And my spirit carried on praying. Um, So our desire is to grow people. And we want to make disciples. But it's voluntary. We want to see big people. We want to see people released into the areas of gifting that, um, that they have. And we want to see them be able to develop who they are in God. Uh, So we have done that. Uh, probably two slides on part of our plan and vision is and you saw this slide last year probably haven't been so good at letting you see it it's rather complicated but incredibly simple in that there are several areas of the church that we have um, released people in teams to begin to think about and develop and um Four or five, five of those are going to share a bit this morning. We, we haven't done the special events team, um, but they are very special. And uh, the admin team 
uh, who support us all in, in growing our vision together. Um, uh, they're also special. Yeah, uh, they're going to do that. Um, the intention of that is to release people and give people space to develop um, who they are and to develop with the people that they end up being responsible for or working together with to develop vision together. So um, the intention is that, again, releases more people to uh, be who they're called to be, rather than it all coming through me. (laughs) That's a really important thing. It's a really important part of the changing culture that we are really team, that it doesn't just go through one or two people. Doesn't mean that we don't influence things, have the opportunity to influence, but it does mean that we want to give away responsibility to, for people to grow. All right? Does that make sense? Yeah? That's the heart behind it. And what we've discovered is that at times it needs tweaking. We have to change, and then we have to change again, and we're encountering different. Um, problems or issues. One of the big ones is communication. How do we communicate really well? And in one area, if we make a decision, how does that impact another area? And so sometimes there are things where you go, oh, I didn't realize that me doing that would then impact that. So we're learning. So there's a lot of grace around and it may lead to a little bit of confrontation every now and again. And we have to learn to do confrontation quite well. Um, So that's what we are doing. So um, the first, we're just going to bring you up to speed and share you some, with you, some vision in the different areas. And Graham is going to kick us off in the whole gatherings and culture. Uh, When uh, when they invented this... uh, Oh, it's gone. Uh, when they invented... Uh, I'll have the next slide, please, Alison. That's the one. Um, this uh, area of gatherings and culture, nobody really knew too much what it meant, and uh, Ruth and Barbara and I, for the last two years, have been trying to work out what it means, and we still don't know. So here's a working definition of gatherings and culture. Anything we feel like getting involved in, we'll get involved in, and anything we don't like, we'll find somebody else to pass it on to. Um, so far, that seems to be working quite well. Um, I want to talk uh, firstly about the way we gather. We gather like this, but we gather in lots and lots of different ways. That doesn't mean that we are trying to um, to control or even to influence all of those, but we are trying to set some some values, and there are some things up there that uh, you'll be aware of. It's, it's what does it look like when we meet, really, any number of us anywhere. We've had some key themes, hospitality and generosity we have been pursuing That came to us quite early, and not because we didn't think we were good at those. Actually, we thought we were already quite good at those things. Um, So we thought, let's just be excellent at them. Let's just try and get better and better and better at them. And and we're trying, and uh, uh, I think we're making progress. Um, I think this is is a fun place to be, isn't it? Uh, Yeah, I have fun. I don't don't mind coming here on Sunday morning. I like being here because it's a fun place to be. Um, just one thing here I want to say. We're, we're missing cakes and cookies and, and so on. And 
uh, I think one of the things that happened is we had such incredible displays of of cakes that it intimidated the rest of us, and we thought, oh, no, I've got to do it like that person or that person or that person. Let me release you from all of that. What most of us are interested in is just sugar. <laughs> um, uh, healthy sugar, of course, but so if you... Even if you don't have anything you want to raise money for and you just think, you know, I'd, I'd love to do that because it's just nice to have something to go and, and, and munch on. Just a pack of biscuits is great. You know, it just needs somebody to, to get on and do it. Having said it all that, we've got cakes next week, so I'm expecting there to be at least 50% more people in the congregation. Um, pardon? Oh, we, and we, there you are, by, by popular demand. We're having something later today, so thank you, Richard and family. Um, so... Uh, it's hospitality, not just to people, but to the Holy Spirit. We want the Holy Spirit to be unable to wait until we gather. Just wants to be here with us because he's got such freedom to, to move and to operate. Um, one of the things that's coming up is uh, read Acts. I've already explained that this morning, so I won't uh, go on further about that. But the reason we're doing that is because it just adds something to when we we gather. Culture is, is even more difficult to define. It's about what does it feel like to be part of us. Um, recently, I've been in a couple of other settings, and I've thought, it's not me doing that, Sim, I promise. Uh, I've thought, this just doesn't feel like home. It's not home. It's not my family. And sometimes, to be honest, I end up in some places where they, they all love Jesus and so on. But it just feels really, really different. And I just think, well, I'm, I'm grateful to be here, but I can't wait to get back and, and be with, with family. So that's what culture is about. Uh, we've had some key themes, building big people. Uh, we've been looking this year and we'll continue to look at God's word and trying to just get an appreciation of that. We had, uh, we had another movie night a couple of nights ago, which was great. Uh, really good. We all enjoyed that. Um, and there'll be a couple more of those. You're very welcome to come along. Um, two things to say that you will see coming up. One of them um, uh, has has become known, at least between Becky and I, because we were talking about this, and Becky came up with this phrase, which I, I really liked. It's about uh, be brave. Uh, sorry, feel safe and be brave. Feel safe and be brave. I'm not going to explain any more. I'll be doing that a little bit next week. And we've also... We had a, a little bit of, uh, of a look at what it meant to be a prophetic culture, and we're going to take that further forward. What does it mean? Not necessarily just to go around saying to everybody, I've got a word from God for you, though that's part of it, but to be a culture that responds to what the Holy Spirit is doing at any one time. So that's gatherings and culture. That's where we're, we're trying to, to head. And uh, if you've got any questions, ask Ruth, because she knows everything. And you didn't even use all your time, Graham. That's uh, amazing. Uh, you, you may not know, but um, we have sought to be really generous um, as, a, as a team and uh, recently uh, made a decision that we were going to give some money away to Alid and Helen uh, Griffith. Uh, you may know that... Um, uh, Helen has uh, got stage four uh, cancer, and they've got family abroad. Uh, 
their son is abroad and they don't often get to see them and finance is, is a struggle. And uh, we don't know how long Helena's got left. If God intervenes, then she may have a number of years, but we have sent some money so that her family or their family can come over and visit. If uh, So to give them some time together. So just to make you aware... <laughs> That those are the kind of things that we end up doing. And, and each of those areas took some money from their budget and said, we'd like to give to that. All right, That's just one of the ways we seek to demonstrate and be generous in what we're doing. I know we all do that sometimes. Um, okay, our next uh, area is... Um, Growing Kingdom, which Cheryl is going to come and talk about. Morning. Oh, I feel like I need to move it for them to be able to see me. Okay, so Growing Kingdom, uh, which I'm leading with the very talented and generally fabulous Simeon and Graham. So we know that Jesus is, is the hope for the hopeless. And as we increase in our understanding of this truth, we want to help and support um, each other grow in our destinies as sons and daughters of the living God. Central to our culture of caring is um, that we're walking through life alongside one another. And we refer to this as paraclesis. We don't want to be the kind of people that try and fix each other but we want to point people to Jesus. The Sozo ministry that we run at City Church um, also works in the same way, helping people to connect with the Godhead. We really love to see this ministry grow, um, not only in in terms of the size of the team, but also in its influence, um, the people it touches, not only in our church, but um, we have people who come from other places in the UK for that ministry. Right now, um, the leadership of that team is in transition from Rodney and Sonia uh, to Henry and Anita. We not only want to uh, partner with each other in all that we see the Father doing as in, in our lives as individuals, but also in the city. We're not here to build our own kingdom as a church, but to bring the particular culture and influence that we have. And for that reason, we'd like to partner with the ministries that are already established in our city. The last year through Gift Day, we were able to give £11,000 to those ministries. And to encourage the partnership between us, uh, the individuals and the church as a whole, um, with these groups, we are hoping to invite them to share with us, um, to talk to us about their vision and their story so that we can ask ourselves how we can individually work with them. City Church have been initiators and participants in lots and lots of city ministries over the years. And we have been central in bringing a ministry called Redeeming Our Communities to Worcester. Redeeming Our Communities is an initiative to uh, bring together people from uh, churches, uh, voluntary organizations, charities, um, different agencies like the police, um, people working in education, and uh, child serv- children's services to see what's going on in our city and how we can celebrate that, but also maybe in some ways that we can partner together 
um, to change Worcester. Uh, next March, there'll be a gathering, um, and they're hoping that there'll be at least 250 people there uh, representing these organisations. We want to be in a position to be able to support new initiatives, whatever they are, in our city to bring the good news of the kingdom. We believe that Jesus is not only our hope or the city's hope, but he is a hope for the nations. We want to see people go into the world and share the good news of Jesus. Last year's gift day enabled us to release money to support church partners overseas. And year on year, we'd like to support these people who are our partners uh, to a greater degree. We also want to encourage and partner with more people as they take the step to go to other peoples and nations of the world. John and Kerry are in RAS, who are not who are out, but um, uh, so we're having conversation with them at the moment, and they are also talking to the Baptist Missionary Society about how they pursue their giftings and callings, and uh, potentially serving God overseas in the future. We have. Uh, mission in our DNA as such, and going into all the world. Over the years, City Church has sent many people, individuals and teams overseas, and we would like to see how we can partner with the links that we already have in the nations, giving everybody, families, couples, single people, young and old, an opportunity to go on mission. We're privileged to have both Graham and Richard and the ministries that they're working with as part of our church family. They're bringing significant global influence in education and the, work, the vision and work of World Without Orphans. I am not growing kingdom. Even Graham and Sim and I are not growing kingdom. We are growing kingdom. We believe that God who purposes to transform the lives of people who are suffering from darkness, grief, desperation, brokenheartedness, and captivity, will receive freedom, release, comfort, and beauty without prejudice or discrimination. People will be called the oaks of righteousness and display God's splendor and his kingdom. We want to see the gospel of the kingdom at work in us, the church, in the city, and in the world, because God is always good news everywhere. So you may have picked up a few things there that um, you didn't know. It, you may be interested in joining a Sozo, the Sozo team. Um, uh, it's easy to, to skip things like that. And we'd also like to see uh, missions teams in the next 12 months. And we're actively thinking about that and how we might give people the opportunity to do that. So those are both areas that you can pray about, that you can ask God about, and um, come to us, come to Cheryl, come to Graham or I and say, I'd really like to take a team here. I've been thinking about this. Um, We want to be, you know, we want to think about that and how we do that. We've particularly got people like Graham and Richard already going into some countries, so we're thinking about, who could go with them, perhaps. We've also got current people overseas that we, we support, and we're talking to them about how can we get involved a bit more. So um, it's part of our culture, but you have to deliberately engage with that, and so we're praying about that and thinking about that at this moment in time. Okay, thank you, Cheryl. That was really good. 
think it's uh, I think it's me anyway that I've got out of uh, it's it's not me it's um, it's Becky yeah sorry these fell over and uh, no no you come. Hi everybody, how you doing? Okay. Does anybody need like just to get up and have a little wriggle? Okay. No. <laughs> Loud no from the front of him. Okay. Um, worship and media, we are kind of this and that and that and some bits and pieces that we don't see on Sunday mornings. Um, our vision, um, we aim to grow in skills and craftsmanship as we express the creativity, vibrancy, and freedom of God's presence and lead the City Church family forward in worship on Sundays and throughout the week. That's all right, isn't it? Um, we, this time last year, Sonia and Ashley shared a few really key pictures that um, have kind of formed a big part of our vision. I'm not going to share those again, but you can listen back um, online if you want to hear what those are or talk to me afterwards. Um, but one of the focuses over the last year has been really pulling our team together so that instead of being a lot of different teams, we really view ourselves as one big team with um, four areas of expertise. So we've got the, the band and the musicians, we've got our completely amazing PA team, um, we've got the visual worship team, which um, you will recognize because they're the people sitting behind the laptop, but there's a lot more goes into it than just sitting behind a laptop. Um, and then we're also just beginning to develop a media team, um, and they are some of the people who you will see taking photos and um, also focusing on some of our social media, um, which will become apparent during the Read Acts project, which is coming up. Um, last year, we invested in a bunch of stuff. Um, you might remember that Sonia and Ashley stood up here and told you about all the stuff we wanted to buy, and then we bought it, um, which for me is like just a big shopping trip, although it was for stuff I don't understand, lots of it. So we've got a new desk. Yeah, I know. It's, that, it, it's better than that. Um, it has changed the life of our PA team. Um, we've also got ourselves a new projector. Ooh. And in fact, this time last year, when everyone was trying to read that um, growing kingdom, the thing with all the colourful circles on it, everyone was going, I can't see it, I can't read it. You need to change it. This year, how easy was that to see? <gasps> I know, right? Um, we've got a new laptop. Um, we've also, the musicians have started using those like headphone thingies so that they can hear themselves. Um, it might not matter to you, but the musicians really love it. Um, and it actually opens up a whole world of creativity for us in what we can do with worship in the future. Um, how the band can play together, some fancy things they can do, which they're beginning to explore together. Can we hit the um, button, please? So... I'm sp- I have this on my phone so that I don't keep on looking behind me, but my phone turned off. There we go. This year, we really want to invest in people. We love our team. They are really valuable. They are multi-talented and hugely skilled. Um, but there is always more that we can learn and we can grow in. So we have put quite a bit of our time and energy this year into training our team, and there is a lot more training coming up. Um, We want our team to be 
excellent at what they're doing and to feel really well supported in that. And so by providing training, hopefully we're helping with that. So there's all sorts of training that has gone on. The PA team actually met last weekend and had a training session um, the visual worship team have a training session tonight. Don't forget, everybody. It's going to be really good. Um, there's been training with all sorts of other stuff. Um, we're doing some prophetic singing training, and we've got some other events planned for the rest of the year. We're also um, just doing things together to spend time together as teams. So we're eating together, and we have a barbecue coming up soon, and we... Um, have games nights. In fact, we had a really hilarious games night, um, which Paul ran, which was just brilliant. And if you haven't yet joined one of our four teams and you want to, now's the moment because um, it's good. We spend lots of time together and we have fun. Um, We've also um, got some worship nights coming up soon. That's a little taster for you. They're in the pipeline and they're going to be a little bit different from what we've done before. Um, we're really looking at branching out into different areas of creativity and worship. And if that is something that just sparks a little bit of interest, please go talk to either Steph or to Tom, because they are just beginning to pull a team together to make that happen. It's going to be really exciting, and that's coming up later in the year. Finally, the other area that we really want to grow in is the area of media. Um, And I've already mentioned that we're building a media team. Um, Some of what we've been working on in the last few months is a new website. Um, Yeah, you can be excited about that too. Um, We've been working on some photography. You'll have noticed Piers um, has been around taking a few shots every now and then. Um, And um, we're also looking at growing into the area of video Um, and what that might mean as well. So we're just beginning to explore how we express the creativity of God through a whole range of means to help us in our worship life and to help us in our life as family together. We talked a little bit about communication and wanting to improve our communication. Some of the media will really help us with that, Um, one of the questions we have asked ourselves is, do we represent this well to other people? When we're trying to explain who we are and what we're about and what it feels like on a Sunday morning, are we doing a really good job at explaining that? And how can we do that better with more photos and more video and to give people an insight who are not part of us what it feels like to be part of us, um, short of just you know giving them a really big hug, which I think would do it. If, they, if you did just walk them in here and we gave them a massive hug, they'd get the idea. But um, how do we do that using some other forms of media? That's some, some of the questions we're beginning to discuss. I think that's everything. Thank you, everyone. Uh, we also might freak a few people out if they, can, we, they came in and we gave them a big hug. <laughs> but um, I, I think they've done amazing over the last 12 months. And, you know, if it was down to me, not, none of those things would have happened. What I love, too, is how little stuff we've now got lying on the floor um, for people to trip over and bits and pieces like that. And, then, and that's a really important part of... Uh, yeah, and uh, 
Now we've got a bigger van, though. We've got more room, haven't we? So that's fantastic. But I, I think there's so much that has gone on. And I think July, we're going to see how that has released people. Every, um, um, every day, somebody different has done the devotion. I, just, I think that's amazing how that, that has involved us as a community, as a family together. So thank you. I think they've done an amazing amazing job. Um, I'm going to talk about missional communities um, because I lead that um, with Richard and Ruth Um, and um, it it was an area that God spoke to us at at a um, away day in January and um, uh, Rodney also came to us and gave us a prophetic word that uh, we wanted to think about and pray about. And uh, we came back, had a time as a team, and realized uh, we listed all our small groups, all our missional communities on um, the board in Lindisfarne on the whiteboard. And we realized as a team that we did not know how many groups we'd got. And... Uh, there were some groups put up that that we didn't know about, which was interesting. They just started, so the Heaven and Business team had started, but none of us really knew about it. So um, uh, we thought, if we don't know about it, uh, you don't know about it. Uh, so we've got some communication uh, to do. And with that, we are going to pull all those together who lead a group, um, whatever type of group you think it is, together. And we're going to have an evening just looking at vision of those groups, how we might do better together, uh, telling people who are part of our family what we do, and those that are around our family how they can access being a bit more connected. Wouldn't that be great? And, And as part of that, we have said, look, you... You're free to come to us and go, I've got an idea for a group. So on that, um, Tim and Rebecca did exactly that. They've only not long been part of us, but they said, we don't see a group that uh, fits us. We'd like to have a go. So Richard's just going to interview Tim very quickly around that. So welcome, Tim. Let's go. He said very quickly. Okay, so tell us a bit, Tim, about kind of why you want to do this group and who it's for. Yeah. Oh, he's going to... Oh, smart man, smart man. Uh, basically, we, um, as you probably know, we've got a growing family, um, and it's, it's hard um, when you have um, little people and trying to, trying to make a group and taking it in turns. And uh, one thing we had when we were over in the States was... Um, we ran a group that had somebody that looked after the kids so that both parents could come. So what we thought, we'd just have, um, it's pr- just starting off at the moment, but something a, a little bit casual. It's not just for people with kids. It's like everyone's welcome, but it's just doing life together. Uh, we're going to meet uh, this Tuesday. is going to be the first one. Um, 5.30 onwards, we're going to have some food together, and, and the aim of it is to just do life together and, and try and encourage each other to live missionally. 
Thank you. You've answered most of my questions there before I asked them, which is fantastic. Um, tell us a bit more, because one of the aims of our groups is that we're missional. So just talk a little bit how that will work. Yeah, so basically we're, we're, we're still chewing over that at the moment, but we do have a couple of people that are coming that don't know Jesus yet. So um, I'm a firm believer as well in, um, sounds very technical, but like contagious holiness. So basically like we can live our lives and just our influence can affect people. So doing life together and just encouraging each other and hopefully we're going to bring these people in the kingdom. Thank you. That's fantastic. Um, so I know that there's a bit of a pattern over the next sort of two or three months. I think sometimes when a group starts, you think, shall I go? You think you might be committed for life. So, <laughs> so uh, just tell us a bit how we're starting off and how we think that will work over the next three months. Yeah, so we're, initially we're having one this Tuesday and then in a couple of weeks' time we're going to have another one. Um, we're still working out um, the summer. Basically, we're just trying to, to see what... It's, it's going to be a group for everybody. So, um, you know, if people come and people have ideas, you know, we can, we can grow together, we can live together, we can eat together, and the kids will have fun and we actually have at least one person lined up to look after the kids so we can hopefully have a bit of peace while we're doing it. So... Thank you very much. So um, you may not be aware, but Tim and Rebecca are going to have yet another baby in October. Uh, <laughs> so so we've kind of set that up so that we've got this three months and then we'll see how it's going. And maybe it'll continue whilst they have a break. Maybe the whole thing will take a break. But just come for three months if you're interested in that. See how it is. Be part of helping define what it looks like and get behind Tim and Rebecca and encourage them. It's going to be? It's going to be at 20 Dace Road, which is uh, by St. Peter's behind Aldi basically um yeah and just give me a give me a bell or an email if you come in if not just come anyway and we'll pray over the food and hopefully we'll have more so thank you and so the address and tim's contact details are in city news this week and next week and also you should have had an email if you're on the partners list you can find them on church suite as well now thank you <laughs> Isn't that brilliant? And um, uh, what, one of the things we've been thinking about is um, whether we trial some short-term groups, like Tim and uh, Rebecca are looking at the first three months. Let's see how it goes. There might be groups that um, you might just want to run for a term or a season. They might be interest groups. Paul MacDonald was sharing that he was part of a um, golf society group that was set up in part of the church. That would certainly appeal to me. It wouldn't appeal to others. But others might be interested in crocheting or uh, other, other such things. Just um, whatever. So if that's you and you have an idea and you think, I'd like to do that, but I don't want to do it for the rest of my life. I, I can run that for a season then um, our, our only requirements are that, you've, that they are up in and out in some way, that you're doing life together. This is about connecting with people and seeing, being contagious Christians and uh, being missional. So that, that's good, isn't it? So that's, that's something we're doing. Um, we've learned as well that we really need to support our leaders uh, we use huddles to do that. Richard, again, has been part of growing a, a coaching, he's, I'll call it team, but we've been training people in how to coach. And they are, will be available and are available to help people in processing 
and um, leading well and being supported. So we don't want to leave people isolated because at times there are some pressures and some difficulties in, in leading and the responsibility and the capacity of life that that brings. So that's what we're doing. Last year as well, we, um, part of the gift day, we raised a significant amount of money because we did a paid youth worker. We threw it out there. We got enough money to do that. And um, that as well went out on our emails this week as we look for people to apply for that role. So do pray for us as we seek to find the right person to put them in the right role. That would be amazing. Okay. Finally, we're going to come on to um, our property and buildings, which Chris is going to take us through. Okay, thank you. Um, This is an area of church life that is getting increasingly more exciting. Um, I've decided to sort of split it into two um, two themes, the first of which is sort of updates on Lindisfarne House. Good old Lindisfarne. Um, you can see it there on the image on the right from Google Earth Pro. Can I just be really clear at this point in time? We have not sold Lindisfarne House. Um, we'll get onto that in a, in a little bit more detail. Um, it is still our home. Um, Plans are in place with uh, Lindisfarne House. Um, There's so many great initiatives that we run out of there. I was involved yesterday with the fostering and adoption um, uh, sort of missional community, and it was such a privilege to be there. It really was, and Lindisfarne is a fantastic asset to us. Um, There are plans afoot to decorate the hall at Lindisfarne House, Um, It is still our home, and we recognise that is long overdue. Um, Just want to make you aware as well, when we get onto the whole area of new buildings and new plots, just want you to be really clear that we have not used any equity that's tied up in Lindisfarne uh, to fund our current bid that's in on the Purdyswell Park and Ride site. We'll say a little bit more about that in a minute. We are currently pursuing a pre-planning application on Lindisfarne House. That's not because we are about to build something on there, but we just want to position ourselves so that when God moves, we are in the best and the strongest position possible. So we're we're pursuing a pre-planning application for two properties um, on the end of the sort of the car park at Lindisfarne House, and that would that would probably mean chopping off the, uh, the main hall of the main building. Um, I won't go into the full dynamics of that. Please don't hear that as Chris is going to arrive Monday morning with a demolition, <laughs> with a demolition crane. That's, it, it's, just, it, it's something that we have to do to maximise Lindisfarne House as an asset. Okay, That's going to cost us about 2000 we think, to do that. It, it, it puts us in a strong position because it generates interest. So in the future, we're, we're thinking about new buildings, new plots. Um, that would hopefully place us in a great position. So that's Lindisfarne House. Could we move on? Next slide. Okay. You'll remember, hopefully, about two years ago, we assembled a crack team here, the Buildings Committee, and we investigated a number of sites across the city um, and we did, we did all sorts of studies 
and um, we, we had to satisfy a mandate from our trustees um, to look at potential building plots. And I won't take you through the full dynamics of that because we simply haven't enough time. But what has recently come up is this plot of land in the top slide that you see with the red perimeter around it. It's the old park and ride site. It's, it runs parallel to the Droitwich Road. Um, it's about a two-acre site. And we, as of the 14th of June, sub- submitted a, an offer on that site of £95,088. And that figure... I'm sure you've probably heard the story behind that, but God spoke to us a number of years ago um, about building a storehouse fund. And full credit to Sim and Ruth for championing championing that. Um, And it fitted in really nicely with a passage from Jeremiah about putting in an offer on on land. We did that on the 14th of June. We will hopefully might hear something this week. Um... We might get it, we might not. But the great thing is, God is on our side. And as we've been through this process, we have journeyed with all sorts of contacts within local council, city council. We've had some really great discussions. And I'm excited, I really am. I think if we could get our hands on that plot, well, just think big, just think big. Um, So please pray. It's exciting. It's scary. I want to thank you for just the grace that you've extended, not just to me, but the whole of us as a leadership team. There was a moment when we put in that £95,000 bid, and I woke in the night and thought, what have we done, Lord? Um, You know those moments um, where you kind of just step out? But we've been really clear in this. God's word is a lamp to our feet, okay? It's not a a searchlight that sees 10, 20, 30 years down the road. And it seemed right and proper. And the leadership team were really, as a team, we were really unanimous about putting this bid in. And uh, I have to say so with the trustees. So please pray. And um, any other questions, please come and ask me afterwards. Can we just pray now? Yeah, let's do that. Father God... It just feels like you're on the move. And we, in a sense, it feels like sometimes we're just trying to catch all of your coattails. Lord, we want to commit this bid that we have put in. Lord, it does at times seem a bit scary, can feel a bit uncomfortable. But Lord, you have called us to grow. And we want to be faithful with the resources that you have given us. Lord, that we might see a great harvest And we don't want, Lord, the building to just become our sole vision. Lord, it's about growing kingdom. But we do recognise, Lord, that Lindisfarne House, as amazing blessing as that has been, Lord, we could just do so much more with something more suitable. So, Father, would you watch over our bid? Would you be in this whole process? Lord, would you pour out your divine favour on us? Lord. Amen. As Chris said, I do think it's rather exciting 
what God is doing amongst us at the moment. There's a whole lot I realize that we have communicated. You may have many questions. There may be many things that have been thrown out and you think, oh, I'm really interested in that. We really welcome you to um, get involved in some of the things, whether it be a Sozo team or your mission team, or you've got an idea for a new group that you could run, or you've seen something that you'd like to get involved in. We'd really welcome you coming to us and talking to us. And uh, uh, thank you for listening so patiently and being engaged. We'll have some time together afterwards now with the cakes as well. So... Did you want to say anything? Yeah, that's brilliant. So bless you all. Um, May the Lord keep you, make his face shine upon you and give you peace. Amen. Yeah, excellent.